Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That, that is... I can't put into words how much that's not how that's supposed to happen. And my only, my, I'll be honest, when they made those substitutions and we got into extra time, all I was thinking was, don't have it be a heartbreaking moment for one of the young players. Don't <laughs> yeah. have it fall to some way where like one of your young lads miskicks it or gives away a penalty or whatever. Just if we're going to go out, go out in like a way where you can go, okay, well, look, we gave it our best and whatever, but... It was it. I think big players change scripts, Dan. Mm. And Virgil Van Dyke, we saw that against Luton. You know he wanted the header so yeah. badly. He gets the one chalked off, which you've mentioned already, which is still me and my dad were saying during the game. You learn some. You learn a new rule every single time they bring the Every time they will score a goal, oh, yeah. basically, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But Virgil, you could. See, oh, he's the captain, yeah. and he's taken <laughs> to that captaincy. And I have to admit. I was skeptical about giving him yeah, the captain's yeah. armband. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he had like that fight or drive in him. My God, what a performance. Yeah, he proved me wrong as well. I was in the same boat as you, to be honest with you. Obviously, absolutely adore him as a football. I think he is the best to ever do it, to be honest. But when it comes to being that leader, being that guy who's going to really sort of take us forward from the front and grab us all by the scruff of the next, I had a little mad reservations, but I am wildly inaccurate on that because he absolutely is that. He is that handsome. And he's shown it this week, especially. I think in the face of adversity a little bit, he's really come into his own as that leader as that captain because he's seen people his key teammates dropping by the wayside and going okay I need to step up here I need to drag these lads with me and he's done it and he's done it brilliantly today it was one of them like obviously we see the disallowed goal and he, he laughs at that decision it's, it is laughable quite frankly he's not annoyed by it he's not berating the ref he just goes okay that's the way you want to play it but that was a man who was not going to be denied today he yeah. was defensively he was rock solid he was exceptional of course he was but going the other way as well you knew the minute we he had a set piece or an opportunity or whatever it may be he was going to be the one fighting for every single inch to make sure he left his stamp on it because he was so aggrieved and he was so ousted by what happened earlier on he wasn't going to let that get the better of the game he was going to be the guy and credit to him like he deserves that and some just remarkable he was like Gulliver and Lilliput when he scored that goal all these little guys <laughs> old yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to stop him <laughs> I do, well, that's the thing about it is that again it's narrative busting I think I think Chelsea were happy for penalties 
I think they want us just to get through. I think they are one I want either knackered. And look, you look at who are supposed to be the leaders on the pitch for them. And it's not like they've got this super experienced squad. They paid stupid money for a lot of the players on mm. there. I mean, again, in the midfielders and Mudrick <clears throat> coming on the pitch, that's more than, you know, probably the Liverpool's entire eleven and bench, you know, but probably far and away actually yeah, in, in, in excess of that. But like Chilwell he, you know, his legs were falling off. He was a bit of a narc all game. He was trying to play like the, these head games with the young lads around him, and he had he, he come across looking like a bell end. And the whole the whole Chelsea thing just looks a mess, which is great. And it's a shame because I like well, what they came up, but... out kicking us, didn't yeah, they? They yeah, came yeah. out aggressive and nasty. Yeah, and in the end, they were powder puff. But that's what happens, I think, when when teams are the we've seen it with Everton over the years where they they go. Right, well, we, we, we're, not, we're not sure we're, we're technically good enough to do this. So go out and show heart. And when you ask a bunch of players who, whose game it isn't naturally to be physically aggressive, to be aggressive, they're just, it's, it's, they're just shit. Mm. And they do stupid things and it ends up being a bit on the wrong side of fairness. So I, I, that's another thing. Liverpool rose above the, the potential nastiness of the game. Yeah, certainly the youngsters, yeah, because there's a moment whereby you thought, okay, if this is the way they're going to play it, how do we react to that? And we reacted like consummate professionals, even the very inexperienced lads, which again is testament to them and their mentality and the, their psychology as well, which is just remarkable. We've been sort of waxing Liverpool about the academy in recent weeks and rightfully so but again today when it comes to sort of the physical battle was another another reason to do exactly that but for me Chelsea like it's almost as if they were they were affronted and a little bit embarrassed by what's going on because given sort of the disparity in, in what they cost and what we had on the pitch certainly by the end of it they should have been by far and away clear in that game in every single department but because they weren't they felt like they were getting a little bit annoyed just say how is this happening like how is this kid running rings around me and they were getting so pissed it's like when you play five aside and a young lad comes he's just better than you yeah. and I'm going to kick him because I don't really know what else to do yeah, that's yeah. kind of how it felt no I agree and the embarrassment factor is fascinating because Liverpool I think played on the psychology of that and we've done that to Everton over the years where we used to pick like really weak teams exactly. against them yeah. and that's what that is saying that's if you're in the Chelsea dressing room they're going Oh my God, Jurgen Klopp thinks we're shit. Mm. He thinks we're so shit that he's putting kids, he's putting kids up against us here, and they haven't got the mental fortitude to drag themselves above and beyond that. And so when the game's not going their way, it's they don't know how to how to conduct themselves. Well, I think the opposite of that is true as well. Though I think at the start of extra time, they've come out thinking this is going to be you know our our cup. Yeah, you know we we're playing against a load of kids and we're just going to. What you know, walk all over them, and, and the opposite was true. Mm. You know, and by half time and extra time, you know, we were so much better than them, we were controlling the game. Yeah, um, and then they must have thought, What the hell's going on? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it was just, it was testament because I think the psychology of how Jürgen Klopp managed that final was just, uh, you could write a book on it because we had so many players who were touch and go for that. Mm. So there's, a, the, it, I mean, Sabozlai did an interview mm. with Hungarian TV, didn't he say, well, I'd have played, but the medical people have basically told me to, I've got, we have to be careful with me. And I think from what I can gather, Salah and Nunes were probably similar to that as well. And, you know, we could have rushed them. And I think you see this happen all the time in finals. I think back to France 98 with Ronaldo. I think Ravinelli in the cup final for Middlesbrough against Chelsea. Whenever you lose a talisman <coughs> and you rush them back, it's almost like giving up the final. Harry Kane against us, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, great shout. Yeah. And um, in, in choosing not to do that, in choosing fit lads, you put all your trust in them. And again, for as much as Jurgen Klopp's telling Chelsea, I think you're shit, he's telling our lads, I think you're brilliant. I'm telling Mohamed Salah, and Dominic Sabozlai and Darwin Nunes to have this one off because there's bigger fights to come because you guys have got this. And honestly, he's got that ability to make you feel like 10 feet yeah. tall just by, by a couple of passing words. But, um, you know, to actually go and grab those lads, get an arm around them and go, you go know, on, What go this on, is going to mean for the future, you know, it's, it's incredible because every young footballer in the world is going to want to come to Liverpool because yeah. 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 They, get a, they get a chance. Right. Oh, yeah. what, what the imprint he's going to leave on this football club, but don't want to start talking about that day yet because we're still a few months away and quite a lot of games away and hopefully some more trophies away, is it's remarkable. It knows no bounds, quite frankly, because we're seeing it now. We're seeing the fruits of that labour already. You're right, in terms of what it does for the kids and what they must feel like to have the trust placed in them by a manager like Jürgen Klopp to go into that occasion, to into that football match with it on a knife edge. But yet still, Jürgen Klopp says to them, I believe in you, you can do this. And you're absolutely spot on. To say to those lads, Salah, Nunes, Dom Sabozlai, they were close, but I'm not going to risk them because I believe in you guys, that must make you feel like you can do anything. But you can see him when he's on the touchline, he's laughing and he's smiling, he's giving the ears to the fans. He, he's that, he's because again, he knows he's the die is cast, the decision was made, and he's bought in, and those lads are paying him back for it. Because you know, I touched upon it earlier, there would have been uh, Gary Neville was actually quite effusive in his praise of it during the commentary, which I thought was interesting about like the, again, the bottle it takes to put those sort of lads in. But again, if they if, it, if they cock it up. There's, there's always going to be people going, why have you lot left Alexis McAllister on the pitch? Guy's a World Cup winner. Mm. Leave the World Cup winner on the pitch. It goes to the gap. You know, it goes to penalties and and a kid misses a penalty when a senior player is sat on the bench when he's not yeah, injured. You're trying to win a, a cup and you take off a seasoned international in Cody Gappo and bring on mm. a guy who's just turned 18 yeah. and has had 10 minutes on the pitch before that. Yeah. You know. Well, McAllister's probably the penalty taker yeah. in that instance, isn't 100%. he? And he takes him off. Yeah, yeah you have to, And I, if it backfires, questions may well be asked. But the thing is, 
it doesn't backfire. Or if it backfires, it certainly, it certainly in terms of the pros and cons of it all, the benefits to that. Because I know Jamie Carragher was a little annoyed that Kelleher was going to get the final. He was mm. he was talking ahead of Chris interviewing him the other week. I know a lot of people were that way. Put your best goalie out on the pitch and blah blah blah. The thing is, if if Allison's out for any stretch now, and we are still able to keep our heads above water and actually have a good season, it will be because of two years ago when we gave that trust to Covey and Kelleher and said, right there. You go, you're our goalie for this, and then that's been expanded on in a huge way. This yeah. season. he's had the Europa League, he's had and he's had the league, the league Cup run, and now we're reaping what we've sown. Well, we've sowed the seeds run as well. Allison's been out. exactly. Mm. Jurgen Klopp sowed those seeds two years ago and beyond. You know when he took the kids over to we left the kids in England and went over to Qatar. It, a, a, a pleasant byproduct of that, which you can never predict, is is this is that there's Kelleher now good enough to be a first choice goalie for Liverpool. Is he as good as Allison? Doesn't matter right now. He's good enough to be a Liverpool goalie and he's good enough to win games of football for mm. us. So yeah, and ultimately uh, an absolute masterstroke from from yeah. And Klopp in, in in terms of how he's conducted himself there, um, it and goes to show the genius. Down an offer from Forest for Forrest, yeah. Yeah. on deadline day, and yeah. that must have done Callagher the the power of good to yeah. say that Liverpool want to keep me. Yeah. You know, even though they could have grabbed what fifteen million or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's ultimately where where we're at with that is that you know. This is Jurgen Klopp will will want to push all the thanks over to the young lads and absolutely because they're the ones who've gone and run out, run the hearts out on the yeah. pitch and the senior lads who are still left and the ones who played the full game like Otaro Endo, not even mentioned him, sensational. <laughs> He's going to get a big chat on the on the player ratings podcast, by the way. Um, but you know all of the the senior what lads dug deep, the young lads are absolutely brilliant. But ultimately, this is the sum total of Jurgen Klopp's eight and a half years in charge meant that those lads who've been in the they were kids when he came in the club and they're able to contribute to this and he's put his trust in them the, the, it's delicious and hopefully that's just the start you know if we if we can go if that's the last trophy of Jürgen Klopp's reign it is the most Jürgen Klopp way we could have we could have done that yeah. Um and yeah hopefully it's it's just a sign of that we're going to have an absolutely brilliant season from here on in but ultimately it's a piece of silverware in the bag mm-hmm. we said it before filming if we want to go and do an open top bus it's Ian Klopp's leaving do it I think we've not we've now got a legitimate reason to do it regardless of what happens which is all I'm happy about what makes me extra happy um, but I'd be shocked if we didn't have more to come from this from yeah. this side 